0: Welcome to another edition of the 49er Goldcast. San Francisco, are you ready? Boom! Uh? Boom? Boom? Welcome to another edition of the 49er Goldcast. We are the voice of the faithful. I'm your host, Rudy Salisa III, and with me is my brother my co-host.
1: Raymond Salisa I baby.
0: And our esteemed co-host.
2: Old man Davis. Boom! Boom, 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 boom! Boom!
0: Here we go. 49ers lose
2: again!
1: Again! Oh my god, I can't <laughs> wait for that number one draft pick.
0: Again, seven in a is this this is seven in a row. Seven in a row 4123. Again, we get the same thing. What do we keep saying? 30 minutes of football. Man, they had, and, you know, Cap played played a lot better. You know, it looked like he was getting more comfortable in the system. 49ers have a really strong showing in that first half. And then what, what happens, guys? We get to that 30-minute mark, and the team falls
2: apart. Boom. Well, I thought the game
1: plan change dramatically in the second half, and I understand why, because it was working effectively for them in terms of the passing game, at least. The running game was kind of hit and miss and almost non-existent. You had over 200 yards for the Saints versus to us, who we didn't even surpass 100. But at the it. same time, Cap, on paper, out outplayed Drew Brees. Uh, he, Drew Brees only completed four more passes than Cap. They both had 39 attempts each. Both were over 300 yards. Cap was nearly 400. The only problem is Brees made the, the, more, the more important throws when it counted the most, including four touchdown or three touchdown passes but cap played really good in the first half i'm not sure why they went away from the play action fake and the bootlegs which yeah, were working Ray, so let's well let's talk
0: about that Boom. talk about that race so what what were the differences between the first and the second half break it down for the faithful that ne- didn't necessarily see what was the difference
1: well i think part of it was that the running game got stifled even more so in the second half than it did in the first half and as a result i'm this is a guess anyways from what i've what I'm seeing. I'm not on the field talking to the coaches obviously, but we saw the offense go away from the play action pass and the bootleg plat passes, which Cap is great at by the way. That's like almost his bread and butter play. He was we saw that when he first came up in two thousand eleven he was really good outside the pocket and had to make plays. And I think it's because he sees the field better when he gets outside the pocket versus when he's trying to look over the offensive line in the pocket. I think it's just a vision thing, which is why you need to play to those strengths. So they went away from that <laughs> Cap was really efficient in the first half. He threw over six. He completed over 60% of his passes, or over 50% of his passes today, which is great from him. Like I said, he completed 24 passes. Drew Brees completed 28. Uh, both of them off of 39 attempts so very efficient for Kaepernick today a lot of bright spots Quentin Patton played really good Vance McDonald had another strong game DeWan Harris was terrific Garrett Selleck got into the mix for a change Jeremy Carey was doing his thing Torrey Smith was pretty much absent because they keep trying to they keep doing these crossing routes with him and you really just need to give him post and deep routes that's the best way to do it. But for some reason, they just don't do that with him. Defensively, it's it's kind of the same story. And it's going to be like this for the entire duration of the season just because there's so many injuries that they have sustained more than the usual uh, run of the mill that most teams sustain during, throughout the season. But the Niners are just in this really exceptional category where every single week somebody goes down, and that's just unheard of in the league. So if you take off more than half of your starters due to injury, you're going to have a huge drop-off in productivity. And you can say that about any team in the NFL fell. If you see the injuries that they have sustained, that's really where the drop-off is. And sure, part of it is lack of talent, part of it is death, but another part of it is injuries, too. Guys are just going down left and right. So you have... They're not only tired because the offense is inefficient, but they're tired because most of these core guys are also playing on special teams too because the roster is just depleted. There's nobody left. So guys are playing uh, Ironman football almost to a degree where they're playing special teams and they're they're playing most of the snaps on defense. So they're getting worn out really fast. And as a result, they've only got enough energy to sustain about 30 minutes of football.
0: Boom. Old Man Davis, what did you see? Give us a quick little breakdown before we move on.
2: You want a breakdown?
0: I don't, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna still allow you to have one.
2: I'll give you a breakdown
0: soon. Yeah, I say by all means. You know, take your time.
1: <laughs> yeah, we got all night. So <laughs> double hepper, du- double header episode. It's to be a two <laughs> two hour long episode tonight. Hang tight, crowd.
2: Old man Davis you know, here. Uh, just finishing up. Uh, close to the half of the second quarter. And uh, we've just seen uh, Mark Ingram of the Saints uh, score another touchdown for his team uh, against the disgusting and dismal uh, 49ers defense. Um, Just want to make a note here for the gold cast and let it be a reminder. It's gonna be a long afternoon, but hopefully short. Because I don't really have the patience or tolerance for this game. Uh, if anything, we can learn that not only can the Saints beat the 49ers in the air, but they can beat them on the ground. Uh, that's it for now here at Raider Nation headquarters. We'll talk a little more later. So, that, boys, uh, was my uh, recording and talking to myself. Uh, in the basement, and uh, was disappointed all throughout the four quarters of the game. It was a waste of money, a waste of my life that I could never reclaim. Every time I looked at the screen, it was the same story. And I can't wait till we get to see another dismal performance by the 49ers against Arizona.
1: So, yeah, that's going to be a beauty. Uh, uh, you Son of a bitch. I estimate probably I got one quarter of productivity in that game. I, I,
2: I felt that my most uh, productive uh, point of the day today was several of my recordings, the one you just heard, as well as several more that I could also play for the rest of the Goldcast. However, I'd like to see what else you guys have to say and contribute to the Goldcast today.
0: Well, well, thank you. Thank you for that, Lord, that. Lord have mercy. Luckily, the uh, it has kind of been the same old story time and time again. So we're going to move on. There is some—I think this is good news, so I want to talk to you guys about this. Chip Kelly has aggressively knocked down the rumors that he may be headed back to Oregon or back to any college at the end of the season. He has talked—he said— Several different times in different various media formats that he is going to stay with the 49ers and he plans on not leaving. I actually think this is a good thing. I think that the, what the 49ers need is consistency. I think that they need. Uh, I do believe that. Chip Kelly needs another shot with a much better roster. I think he's capable of a lot more, and he's already shown us a lot more at this level in the NFL, and I think this is a good thing. I want to turn it to you guys. Raymond, do you think Chip Kelly staying with the San Francisco 49ers is a good thing? What do you What do you have to say to the faithful?
1: I do because he's learned a lot since his time in Philadelphia, so if you give him a good roster, he has the ability. and We saw flashes of it today, and we've seen flashes of it in other parts of the season. The offensive line has been playing pretty consistently – pretty consistently well all year especially when compared to last season I do think majority of its struggles in terms of run blocking they're just not quite there uh, especially on the right side as much as I love Trent Brown he's been a dismal in terms of run blocking but he's been terrific uh, and pass blocking pass protection has been terrific for this squad all year they only allowed one sack today and other than you know, a few weeks ago when they allowed like seven sacks, they've been pretty stout most of the year. It's their 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 issues with run blocking. I think that will come with time. They'll get better, especially since there's so many of them are so young. Uh, Kilgore is coming off of an injury. He's still getting back into rhythm. Trent Brown is only a second year man, uh, and he was what, a, f- a sixth or seventh round draft pick, so that's kind of a surprise. Josh Garnett is going through growing pains. The Beatles is older. Joe Staley's older so you, you have some shoes to fill in the coming years so that'll be something to think about and look forward to as well we'll see how the rookies going up but we see that when it clicks it's it's great at controlling the clock because it takes advantage it's very west coast style so chip kelly has kind of knows what his flaws were in Philadelphia he 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 scored really fast he moved really it still moves it still moves at a relatively quick quick pace but at the same time, this new version of it is takes blendings of the old West Coast style offense, meaning short passes, screen passes, f- passes in the flats, utilizing the tight ends. All of that is West Coast style-esque. But it's with the Chip Kelly flavor. So we see that when it works, it works really, really effectively. And if he has a better roster to work with, we can imagine what that's going to look like. That's going to look look like longer times of possession, longer clock possession, which is going to really benefit the defense, especially when the defense gets uh, some of their healthy guys back like Navarro Bowman, Ray Ray Armstrong, Jimmy Ward. All those guys. So, and you also need to part ways with some guys that just aren't doing anything, like Will Hoyt. Maybe even probably Gerald Hodges too, and some guys in the secondary as well. Tremaine Brock has been really iffy this this year. I don't trust Glenn Dorsey. Nick Ballore has been horrible in the middle. Eli Harold, the draft uh, second year man, he'll probably get another shot as well as Jakosky Tart. I'd like to see him step up in place of Antoine Bethée, who just gets burned every week. So, but at the same time, when it when the offense clicks. Um, we can see what it can, is capable of. And that's time of possession, a good balance between run and pass, plus you have the effective running of a, of a quarterback, which Chip Kelly is most likely going to seek out. But now that he's had a year under Balky, I think if Balky stays and him both, then he's going to have Chip Kelly's input on on who to draft in terms of a quarterback, especially if they have one of the top picks, if not the number one pick. Although right now we're beating – cleveland for the number two spot cleveland's taking number one because they haven't won a game this year so i imagine that if that happens and balky stays then i think our chances of getting a good quarterback are a little bit better because chip kelly's gonna have his input it's not just gonna be balky picking a quarterback the way he always has which he's not very good at but he's gonna have chip kelly's input which is gonna have a much better much better eye for finding that right player to put into this offense to make it click the way it's supposed to click
0: there we go old man davis Chip Kelly staying, good thing, good or bad?
2: I think. What do you have it, to uh, say? I think it's definitely worth uh, a consideration in 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 hoping that he returns uh, for a second year. Uh, the only coach that comes to mind uh, f- fleeing their professional coaching uh, aspirations, uh, having gone from college to the pros, Nick Saban. Yeah. Yep,
0: yep, yep, yep,
2: yep, And maybe Bobby Petrino. <laughs> I think
1: I think you even give Jim O'Neill another shot too. You you can't put, put the onus on him with what that defense is able to do. He's got guys playing Iron Man football. He's working with backups and rookies and guys are getting injured every single week.
2: I'm yeah. even into the theatrics. I'd like to see even if it does go sour, either Jed York completely gets rid of his GM and that coach. Chip Chip Hooray, or or Chip Chip Hooray decides to leave in his second year after going 0 and five.
0: Oh, he should not get rid of Chip Chip Hooray in his second year. He's not going to go 0 and five. That's ridiculous. I don't believe that. Right? Do you think he's going to go 0 and five? Uh, it's too. You know, I don't even want to talk about
1: next season. that Don't even answer. Oregon question, Ducks right. ain't it's looking that far.
2: good. I think he might accept his old job back.
1: Oh
0: stop now, now
1: no no, he just, wants now. to be in the NFL. This is where he wants to be. I don't think he's going to he take a step down. He's, he's and he st- wants
0: to be with the 49ers
1: exactly he signed a deal he signed a what a two three year deal two year deal with him yeah. or a three year
0: I think It was three years I don't know we, we don't we, we don't fact check on the gold cast anymore yeah.
1: we don't contract <laughs> check
0: <laughs> we don't contract check at all. No, not at all. So let's take a look at the broader. NFC West picture god, you know I just wish the Rams would have lost two more games so they could be in the pits with us, but uh, I I I don't I really hope we win at least a couple more games, but then okay So I'm in that position now as a faithful where I'm a little bit torn where I go, okay Out of pride. I want the 49ers to win a couple more games, but then I'm thinking Maybe I don't want them to win a couple more games. Maybe I want them to get the second round pick in the draft and we like we get like a really good quarterback that Chip Kelly can mold. Well things are so get?
1: bad that, that I I'm kind of already looking ahead to the draft, thinking like, oh man, I can't wait to look at the quarterback because that's exactly what we need. I mean, I don't think Cap's gonna stay. He's probably gonna go to free agency. I'd be very surprised if he stayed. If he does stay, then that's that's uh that's a testament to him and Chip's relationship and how that's flourished and you know, having that that uh, vote of confidence within both of each other him having to vote of well, confidence seeing, with chip and then chip having to vote of confidence in cap
0: we're seeing a little bit of signs of life out of him you know yeah. what i mean we're seeing we're seeing some signs of life I'm well not, when I, when I, cap has protection
1: he and well today when cap has protection and this yeah and this goes for any quarterback but when you give him time they do great and and cap is totally more than capable of doing that and we saw flashes of that today it, it was it was very very uh he hasn't passed for that many yards in quite some time, so it's, it was very nice to see, especially the first half. Second half, it kind of he had like those one stretch where he was like zero for eight in terms mm-hmm. of passing, but a lot of that was the, the pressure turned up a lot. They weren't running the ball effectively, and as a result, uh, they they went away from the play action pass.
0: There you go, old man Davis. Uh, kind of going back to this. Okay, as you know, and as a as a as the proud owner of a franchise who has, for the most part, you know, been in our shoes. Looking now at one and seven, from your owner's perspective, where do you go? Do, do, you, do, do you sit here and go, well, let's, kinda, let's, now, let's now go for the first pick in the draft? Or do you say, hey, no, let's win a couple more out of pride? Old Man Davis, you have a lot of uh, practice in losing. You tell us what you think.
2: I think you're going to uh, regret saying what you just said, that last statement. <laughs> Old Rudy boy. <laughs> Uh, but I think the NFC West uh, looks wide open uh, for the taking, uh, just like uh, Aaron Lynch said. It's probably one of the better football teams in all of NFL. More or less, what he meant to say. No, uh, no, no. I'm a-
0: saying, do, do we tank or do we or do we win a couple more? Yeah. Pro-
2: Shut up and let me talk. <laughs> the AFC South can only be compared to how bad the NFC West is. And so this is an opportunity for the 49ers to change gears, upshift, and reclaim the first-place position ahead of the Seattle Seahawks. Now, do they throw the season? No. Kaepernick's not going to let that happen because how he's performed these past three games... Is an indication that he very well can help the 49ers win some very close games. The injuries have to stop. The players have to c- continue believing. The 49er fans have to continue believing. The gold cast has to remain faithful. And whatever you draft, it will still be there. If you don't get the quarterback you want, which this upcoming college uh seniors looking to enter the draft aren't looking that prospective I'd say uh let's look into free agency let's let's really think about what free agent quarterbacks are going to be available in 2017 I I'm looking at a Kirk Cousins as a possible signing that would be
0: oh my beneficial.
2: god uh, the redskins are going to yes, re-sign him no, especially considering get, that I he's
1: think... he's playing better and he's got them in the playoff hunt. So that... I
2: saw Luke I saw Luke McNown on the uh, on the sideline earlier today. I thought he looked tremendous. I think that's a great opportunity for maybe the 49ers to see if they can uh, get a conversation going with signing that Saints quarterback.
0: Um no, 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 no. I think I think we go to the draft. I think we'll go to the draft. and Get some young, fresh blood in there. It is sad to think about the NFC West if you look at. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't really care about our rivals, but the, we we are only we're only two wins away from being tied to have the exact same record as Arizona and Los Angeles. Like they're only three and four and three and five. Like they've literally only won two more games than us. This used to be the best division. Three or three or four years ago, and now it's just in the gutter this year. I would say the NFC East is probably the most competitive division uh, in the NFL right now. You got the Cowboys, the Giants, the the Washington, and the Eagles all fighting pretty hard. Like all those all those teams are, are pretty decent. But looking over, looking ahead to the NFC West, I I hate to say it, it still looks like Seattle is the Looks like they've kind of reasserted themselves as the king of this division. Would you guys uh, agree with that? Disagree with that? I mean, yeah, I yeah, but part of it is the because
1: therapy. Arizona's really taken a step back this year. LA's LA this year, and the Niners are worse than we are last year.
0: Yeah, we're worse than we are last year, and actually, I
1: Los Angeles is worse than they are last year. They're terrible. That's terrific. Well, we all saw that coming. Jeff Fisher's still there.
0: Uh, you know, Raymond, you and I predicted that when we had our our. NFL predictions of NFC West when we did our that pod with Louie when Louis was on we totally called that they would be terrible
1: yes they had they had that stretch after they went on 1 where they won 3 straight and they were 3 and 1 but they've lost, they've dropped 4 4 uh 4 of their last 5 so and and once again proving very very capable against Arizona and Seattle but mm-hmm. not being able to beat anybody outside of that i mean Jeff Fisher is 3 losses away from from, from his sweet spot.
0: <laughs> uh, moving over to the AFC West, Old Man Davis, your Oakland Raiders have definitely asserted themselves as the number one team in that division. I would say that's probably the most competitive division in the AFC.
2: Would you agree with that, Old Man Davis? I couldn't disagree with you. In fact, I'd probably agree with you more than you agree with yourself. <laughs> We've got the
0: Raiders, the Chiefs, and the Broncos all really, really killing it in the AFC. AFC West, NFC East, I think, are the two most competitive divisions. Raymond, who are you, what are your two most competitive divisions?
1: I would say... I would definitely say the AFC West is pretty competitive. I would say another one... I would say the next best after that is probably the NFC East between the Reds, Eagles, Redskins, Giants, and Cowboys. They're all, Eagles are on the rise, Redskins are on the rise, Giants are just the Giants, but they're hanging in there. No matter, they're scrappy, it's a scrappy team. And the Dallas Cowboys are definitely on the rise. So you have three, you know, with Philadelphia and Dallas have the two best rookie quarterbacks in the NFL right now. And uh, those guys are playing like veterans. And so that's that's rare. And uh, those guys could be, could be right up there with uh, Derek Carr in a couple years.
0: Car played lights out, or he actually he actually didn't play super lights out today, but still the Oakland Raiders won. I love how you guys are still leading the league in penalties. That is just classic,
1: classic Raiders. Oh, quintessential Raiders. They they have a history right? of leading the league in penalties.
0: But you know, you're winning, still lead the league in penalties. I, I actually I kind of respect that just a little bit, old man. David. They did the same and, thing
1: ooh. when they won in the seventies. Uh, I think they led the league, uh, or they were at least tops. You know, among the top teams and committing penalties while winning the championship. Just a, you know,
2: undisciplined bunch. But. Oh, yes. Uh, I, I I wouldn't be able to give uh, my contribution to this great Gold Cast show if I didn't give uh, the props to the 49ers in their uh, unsurprising lackluster performance in offensive rankings. Uh, you didn't even crack open the uh, top 10, top 15. Does it even matter after 15? No. You take 16 16 teams in one conference, you're worse than the top 50% of the whole NFL. Great. Great job. Keep it up, guys. You guys are really knowing what you guys are doing over there.
0: Well, let's see you win a Super Bowl with this team first, and then then we can gloat over there, old man, Davis. You're still not even at the big boy table yet.
1: Just saying.
2: Well, the Niners are fourth in the league I've been at in the and big rushing boy yards. Table, Rudy, why you were still wiping your nose? Because you didn't get to go out and play with the rest of the kids in kindergarten recess. <laughs> when you want to talk about big table, well, you bring your lunch from home and tell daddy to make sure extra mayonnaise is on your bread.
0: I'll let what him does know. That mean
2: for me, cream.
0: I'll let him know. I'll let him know. I'll let him know old man Davis Seven and two not bad. Not bad. Put a put a put a nice little button on that game against the uh, the Denver Broncos tonight. Well done All right, so looking ahead gentlemen, we are now closing in on our annual week nine start Of our NFL predictions we've done this three years in a row for those of you that are kind of curious we always say three years in a row but if you were to go on iTunes you can only see last year's and that's because our first year was on SoundCloud and uh, and thank you to those 45 listeners who listened to us that first time and we hope you guys have found us on iTunes if not maybe they're wondering whatever happened to that that cute little gold cast from SoundCloud anyways so we are going to begin our annual playoff predictions. We basically what we do is we compete and we see who gets most of them right. I think I've won the last two years in a row, right? Did I win the last two years in a row? Sure. I think so. Pretty sure I won the last two years in a row. So we're going to begin this year. We're going to start with our, we're going to choose one team each from the AFC and from the NFC who's going to make it to the playoffs this year. And uh, old man Davis. Why don't we start with you you like you're you're very talkative today. Let's let you get the first shot Who's going for AFC NFC Raymond make sure you're recording this
2: Just pick one team, huh
0: just one team from each and then next week. We'll add another one
2: I'm gonna go with the Cowboys America's team Cowboys My my good friend Jerry Jerry Jones
1: For those that don't know,
2: Jerry Jones, he's really found a nice team this season, and it just will be enough to get into the playoffs. Over in the AFC, well, we're going to have to go with the Oakland Raiders because Mm -hmm. no playoff picture would not be perfect in 2017. Oh, 2016 God. without the Oakland Raiders.
0: Hey, 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 didn't even get the year right. spoken like a true Raider. Raymond, uh, so Old Man Davis ah! is starting off. <laughs> starting with the Raiders and the Cowboys. Raymond, let's go with you. Who do you say who's a lock? Who's a definite lock to get in or whoever you want a lock to get in to the playoffs this year? AFC, NFC, go. Boom.
1: AFC, I'm going to say the Patriots. And NFC, I'm probably going to go with uh, the Cowboys as well.
0: That feels like a pretty safe bet at the moment. All right. All right. So make sure you get that down. Raymond says Patriots and Cowboys.
1: I'm going to go. I take no pleasure in in making those predictions.
0: I'm going to go a different route. I'm going to say 49ers and the Jags. I'm kidding. I'm totally
2: taking kidding. one for the team, I
1: see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to jump on this. <laughs> Your side. optimism is amazing.
0: <laughs> I'm going to go the Aaron Lynch route and I'm going to say the 49ers for sure going to snatch up, I, you know, we're only 3 wins behind the Seahawks. I don't see that big of a difference between us. Um, we are 49ers.
1: technically in the hunt if you look at the playoff picture. <laughs> Projected as the 16th seed right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Weird. The, the NFC West is so bad this year. Oh, wow. Okay. It's uh, very
2: possible. Uh, a win against Arizona, against New England, Miami, Chicago, New York, Atlanta, LA, and, of course, Seattle. All winnable games, oh, according completely. to Aaron Lynch. Hey, 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 hey so, Someone's got to win those games, right? Somebody's got to
0: win them. So why yeah. can't it be us? Why not us? Let's go faithful. I'm going to go the easy route this week too. Uh, I'm going to go the easy route. I'm also going to say the Dallas Cowboys. No question. And you know what? I'm going to go with the also what my fellow Gold Cast member also said, the most obvious choice, the New England Patriots, not the Oakland Raiders.
2: Boy, you guys are real playing tough love, but I know well. Uh... We'll make you a believer in time. Yeah. Okay. You okay, will so pick. That. You will pick. And whether or not you like it, silver and black will be coming out your mouth at some point of this playoff <laughs> picture.
0: We're gonna have to drink that silver and black, aren't we? Just like I used to drink that red and gold every week on this gold cast. How I wanna ask you, how's everything going on your on your pod, the
2: the silver cast? It's excellent. I'll uh, we got uh, an additional listener uh, my son mark <laughs> <laughs> we i want to
0: you know before we finish i want to thank cuz we we get an average of uh over 1000 listeners on on the uh, goldcast and you know i should send out, I want to send out a nice thank you because you know we don't say that enough here thank you for listening week in and week out 49er faithful you guys are the best we're the best. Uh, as you see, the Silvercast has two solid listeners now: Old Man Davis and his son. We can't let them get any further than that. Let's keep pushing. All right, let's go. This
1: thing yeah, I'd say shout good. out to the. There's also a group of guys. I'd say like three or four guys that consistently give comments to the news feed via Facebook. I consistently see the same names commenting and giving their takes. On, uh, on the news that we post up there. So kudos to that crowd. I'd like to see more people get involved. Definitely shout your opinion. I see people shouting their opinions all the time in the other 49ers group. So definitely don't be shy when uh, when you see stuff come up on our Facebook feed.
0: Absolutely. So moving on, guys. Moving on to the game lines. It's all about that money, that cream, that dough. Let's get into the game line, the, the Vegas lines for 49ers, Arizona it's 49ers at Arizona this coming Sunday now just I want you to take a guess what is the Vegas spreads what what obviously Arizona is the favorites I don't even know if that's obviously they won three games but they are the favorites if you were to take a guess Raymond what do you think the spread is
1: it's got to be between 17 and 21
0: Ooh, old man Davis what do you think the spread is
2: Three and six.
0: Ooh. You're both wrong. Ray, you were closer. The spread is thirteen. mm Oof. That is that just that that, that,
1: that was a kick. <laughs> I, I thought balls. I thought fourteen would be conservative.
0: <laughs> yeah, the spread is thirteen points. The Arizona Cardinals are thirteen point favorites. Now here's the question, gentlemen. Do you take that bet?
1: <laughs> You take the over. You got to take the over every <laughs> week.
0: Every week, right now, God, old man Davis was the. I, that was, I remember when Ray, you, you said no way. You don't take the over. You said we bounce back, we beat Tampa, and old man Davis. You unfortunately were correct. You said no, you take the over. You take the over by ten. and and ever since then, it's just been a. It's like you you cursed us in that moment. It's old the prediction cuss. It was the prediction curse. Actually, Ray, I feel like Old Man Davis has literally cursed us for three years in a row.
1: Uh, I would not be surprised. I mean, the fact that he's off to Vegas because he couldn't get a deal in Oakland. I think some of that, some of that resentment has uh, been uh, cast off to us here. I'd agree. You with want that. to
2: talk about bad juju? Why don't you look at your GM before you start pointing your fingers at Old Man Davis?
0: Yeah, well. Uh, the ta-
2: product has a byproduct
0: do you take the over on that Old man Davis
2: you're damn right I do oh man well, that's rough and, and and that's given a depleted Arizona team as well.
0: Mm-hmm. That yeah, is a de- depleted Arizona team. We'll see how the Seahawks do tomorrow. That that'll uh, that'll definitely give us a little bit more insight into where the NFC West is shaping up. I do believe the Seattle Seahawks are going to run away with it. I think that's. I think this is their division this year. I don't know if we're going to get a second team out yeah, of here. N- yeah, not. They
1: won't run away with it because they're great. They're going to run away with it because nobody else is all that good.
0: No, no one else is all that good. And yeah, I agree. Raymond, where can they find us?
1: you can like us on facebook.com facebook.com slash 49ers goldcast you can also follow us at twitter at 49ers goldcast you can also subscribe to us via youtube itunes and stitcher that way you are always on top of the latest and greatest episodes as they become live every week raymond where can they find you you can find me on Twitter at Ray Solis. That is the best place to find me. There you go.
0: You can find me both on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Rudy Solis Third. Instagram and Twitter, Rudy Solis 3RD. Rudy Solis Third. Oh, man, Davis, where can they find you?
2: You can find me uh, continually refining uh, my new series for the Gold Cast uh, entitled thinking of you Uh, it's a hallmark uh, I've designed for the gold cast of all former 49er players uh, that are now doing far better things than than they were like being with the 49ers Uh, this week's uh, player of the of the week is none other than Frank Gore who did a successful job carrying the ball 19 times uh, for 60 yards scoring two touchdowns and uh his replacement, Carlos Hyde, zero for zero for zero for zero for zero for zero.
1: Yeah, injured for the third straight year.
2: Hey, quit your tears. Just get a napkin already and wipe them up. There's no uh, There's no moral victories here.
0: You son of a
2: bitch. <laughs> you can find me in Oakland otherwise. Uh, at the your brew house or maybe at a coffee shop, drinking uh, some chai.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So concludes another edition of the 49er Goldcast. We
1: are the voice of the faithful.
0: I'm your host, Rudy Solis III, and with me is my brother, my co-host
1: Raymond the First, baby.
0: And our esteemed co-host
2: Old Man Davis. Boom!
0: We'll
1: see you next time.
0: Same Goldcast time, same Goldcast channel. And we do then we'll go into the NFC West standings. We'll talk a little bit about the Raiders too. Um we'll give Old Man Davis some time to sound Are off. ready? Are you While I'm explaining while I'm explaining, just straight cut me off while I'm explaining everything.